Good day to all of our listeners around the world. I wanted to tell you about an exciting event coming up hosted by The Nest. The conference is called Remnant. Please don't confuse it with the school that we run called Remnant Rising. If you enjoy the daily podcast put on by Origin Gate, then we think you're going to love being part of Remnant too. There are 14 speakers at the event and most of them are already well known to you. They're your very own hosts on Wisdom's Echo. The dates of this event are 21 to 26 September 2020. There'll be four sessions every day running from 12 o'clock midday to 6 p.m. in the evening on each of those days. The time zone is Mobile, Alabama, USA. The great news is that this event is done online. You can watch it from the comfort of your own home. If you aren't able to tune in in real time, that's no problem at all. You will receive the recordings of each session, which you can watch at your convenience and keep forever. The cost is $350 for the six-day event with 24 sessions, which works out to approximately $14 per session. It's great value for money. Again, the dates are 21 to 26 September, and there's not a lot of time to get registered. If you're interested, go to www.thefoundationnest.com, click on the tab that says Nest Annual Gathering. We do hope that you'll join us. Have an awesome day. Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant Mahoney, and what I've been talking on is change your diet. So last time when I was on, I was talking about walking out your promise, and I spoke about Jericho and the now Jericho moment, and what I want to talk about is when the Bible says the manna ceased, and so the children of Israel, when they were on their journey towards um, Jericho, they had three very specific diets, and I want to talk about these diets. The first diet of the people on their way was what I call the food of bondage and this was the food that they ate the food of bondage was what they ate in Egypt it was onions garlics lentils it was the food of bondage because all of that stuff makes you stink it was beans and everything you don't have to even get close to someone that's been eating onions garlics and beans because the air around them is odious it stinks anyone ever been there I mean you can like I remember sometimes getting into an elevator and someone's been eating garlic, and good Lord, you can smell it everywhere, you know. You just get around them, and I'm, I mean, I'm talking now from a spiritual sense of, of you. You just get around them, and you know something just isn't right. There's something weird about these people. They get close to you, and you're like, okay, that's okay, buddy. You stay over there. Don't come any closer. This is the food of bondage. Have you ever met someone who has a terrible attitude? Their attitude stinks. Have you ever met someone who, whose personality, the, the spirit that they carry, is repulsive you know you don't even need to get close to them you just you just need to get around them a little bit and you can literally almost tell that there's something not right there's something off about their spirit a person who has a nasty spirit who has a bad attitude is a person who is still in bondage because why they're eating the food of bondage the food of bondage is you continually feeding on the hurts of your yesterday that's what it is that's the food of bondage where you you can't where you were you constantly eating what someone else has done to you when you keep eating how you've been mistreated because what that does is it causes your spirit to stink it means you 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 aren't walking in forgiveness you have issues you can't let go of the past and so 
your attitude begins to stink, your spirit begins to stink. And because it, it, um, it's an indication that you can't be free until you come out of that diet of eating the food of bondage, until you stop eating onions, garlics, beans, everything that makes you stink. And so when they came out of the Egypt, they no longer ate onions, garlics, and beans. And this is where they move and they shift into their second diet. So I hope you can see in the first diet, if you can identify, if that's who you are, there's a lot of stuff that you need to deal with because you do not want to be stuck in that place in the, in the diet of bondage, in the food of bondage. I certainly don't want to be there. So what I've learned to do is forgive very quickly and begin to move on. Ah, you know what? We cannot go back and change our past. Your past is your past. What people have done to you, how people have hurt you, what your parents did, whatever it is, that's past. You can't go back and change it. But what you can do is you can frame your future and walk in such a beautiful and wonderful place. And so the second diet is what I call the bread of uncertainty. Uncertainty. So they ate the bread of uncertainty for 40 years. And that word manna, when you look at the Hebrew word manna, it means what is it? And it means a few other things, but they, they didn't know what it was. So they said manna, what is it? So every day they had what is it? They were eating what is it? They weren't certain about it. They didn't know what it was, but they ate it. And so somewhere on our journey to the promised land, somewhere on our journey to our promise, um, you're going to have to eat some of the bread of uncertainty. How many of you have ever worked, walked with Yahweh through a season in your life when you know Yahweh is sustaining you, you know he's there, but you have no idea what he's doing? It's one of those seasons where it's uncertain, where you just wonder, what is God doing in the season? I know he's here. I can feel his presence. Um, he's, he's talking to me, but he's not giving me any direction. I don't know what's happening. Anyone ever gone through that? Where God says, I'm doing this, and you say, what is it? Well, what are you doing, Yahweh? I don't understand. You know, it's like when you when you come to when you when you got born again and you come to Christ and you give your life to him, you join a, a church. I mean, I remember my journey and you go through a lot of seasons of eating manna, of swallowing things you don't understand. I, I remember some of the messages because I was a new believer. I didn't even understand what they were talking about. Even now, sometimes now when I walk with like Ian and he begins to share some things that I've never heard in my life. Uh, it's like eating the bread of uncertainty. What is it? What is he trying to say? And so there are a lot of things that you understand later, but on your way to where you're going, you have to go through the bread of uncertainty. This is one of the diets that we have to go. So because Yahweh is good, even though you're uncertain about what he's doing, it is the bread that he uses to sustain you through that season of uncertainty. So the Israelites were being sustained by what is it? They didn't die. They were, they, kept alive. they were kept alive because of what they ate. And so the word tells us that when they crossed over, they came to the place where they could see Jericho and the manna ceased. And the children of Israel had manna no more, but they did eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. So now something has shifted. Something as dynamic has began to change us just before they get to that place. What changed? And this is so interesting. Their diet changed. The food changed. So Joshua comes to them and what he begins to do is he begins to make a shift because why? We're almost at our Jericho moment. We're almost at that promised land, promised time moment. And so there's Jericho and Joshua, can, and Joshua announces to them, he says, the manna is done. He says, there's no more manna. It's finished. Something changes right now. And I'm saying this, whatever you want to call it. I'm speaking to you prophetically. The manna is done. And so 
When you come to possess the land, God says, now, whatever you want, you have to break the ground for it. And this is the diet that I call the food of freedom. And this is where I believe we are, where we're coming to, depends on where you are with your journey. But this is where everyone needs to be. As believers, we need to be eating. Our diet needs to be the food of freedom. And the food of freedom is not Yahweh giving me bread, making me dependent on His kindness and generosity. The food of freedom is not a government program. The food of freedom is not me waiting for a handout. The food of freedom is self-determination that says, I can have whatever I want as long as I am willing to break the ground for it. That is so key. You can never ever be truly free when you're waiting for someone else to do something for you. And, um, you know, Sam and I used to practice generational bloodlines. We used to do bloodlines and people would come to us often and said, I don't feel any different after my bloodline. When, when am I? When's my next session? When will you do this? When will you do that? When will you pray for me? And my question often to them is, when are you going to do it for yourself? And it's one of the things that Yahweh taught me many years ago. He said, so many of us want to be delivered. We want Yahweh to just come and deliver us from our troubles. When I would say 98% of the time, Yahweh wants you to overcome. Because when you overcome, you get a crown. When you get delivered, you get nothing. And so you can never be free when you have to eat what someone else wants you to eat. And so, I don't know, for me, I'm tired of manna. You know, and this is what they were probably saying. They were sick and tired of manna, 40 years of manna, manna three times a day. And he says, this time, when you come across here, when you come to this place, and I'm saying this prophetically, when you come to the next place, when you move over, manna's done. Now you have to decide what you want. If you want corn, break the ground and plant corn. If you want grapes, break the ground and, and plant a vineyard. If you want beef, get some cows. If you want lamb, get some sheep. Whatever you want, you can have on this side. And this is what I'm saying. As believers, when we've come into the kingdom, you're always saying, whatever you want in the kingdom, you can have, but you're going to have to work for it. There's some stuff you're going to have to do. And I know for me and Sam, we are walking with some amazing men and women. And we are walking in what I call relational accountability. We don't have a covering. We have relational accountability. None of us are lone rangers. And this is so important. We talk to one another, we give each other permission to speak into our lives and our ministries with a guarantee that we will not take offense. This is one of the things that we've spoken about. We've said to one another, if I bring correction or if I've said to you and if you bring correction, you need to know that you can be safe to bring correction to me and I'm not going to get offended. And so what, what's beginning to happen is we're forming a family where we have one another's backs. And so I believe that there's we're in a place where I believe that the spirit of Yahweh is going around calling his people out. And this is throughout the globe and saying to them, you've taken your last lap in the wilderness. It's time to move on. And so I don't know about you, but I've determined not to go back to the bread of uncertainty. Because I know that we've come to a place where the ground is lush. The ground is beautiful. And we're going to begin to break up that fallow ground. It's full of everything that we need. And we're going to begin to make our own choices. And if you think about that in, in terms of your cities and your nations, what are you looking at in your cities? What are you determining is going to happen to your city? How is it going to become subject to the kingdom of Yahweh? What are you doing? What are you planting in your city? What are you planting in your family? What are you planting in your ministry that's going to bear fruit that you want to see? And so I believe we're coming to that time where I will not raise my children on the bread of uncertainty. 
walking in the wilderness, perpetuating my pain from one generation to another. That's done. Those days are over. My children are going to walk in so much freedom. We've done the work and now we're going to cross over to the place where I'm going to change my diet. And so because I want to get to that moment in my life where I see the fulfillment of the promise. And so you and I all have to come to the place where we are willing to shift something in our life, where something has to shift. And this is something that we need to understand. This happens before that moment, that now Jericho moment. What happens is Yahweh switches the leadership from a Moses who's taking care of the people to a mentality of Joshua who is sick and tired of walking in the wilderness. And so if you and I don't understand the Joshua voices that are in the body today, you're going to misinterpret their intensity for anger. And I want to say we are not angry. We are just intense. I'm not mad at anyone. None of that. It's just that I'm not going back for other people. I've moved on. I'm, I'm on cross, you know. And so there are people now in the body of Christ that I believe are announcing to the body and generally just saying to them, the vacation's over. Room service is done. It's been canceled. We're not going to be going and get manna in the morning anymore. From now on, where you're going, God says you have to change what you're eating. And I'm saying to all of us, we have to change what we're eating. I'm not Moses. Moses is dead. Moses got you manna. I'm getting you nothing. If you want something, get up and plow the ground. If you want something, get up and break it open. This is where we are. If you want it, get it and take the seed and plant it because a shift is coming because we are headed to some walls that have to come down. We have to have a different diet. And so I really believe that we're coming to a time where there, there is a, a fresh anointing coming on the body of Christ, where there is a fresh oil, a fresh wine. It, as I've said in my other podcast, I'm so excited about the time we're in. I see so much promise and so much positivity. I don't see a negative side to things. And so I'm tired of people that refuse to place a demand upon the people of Yahweh. So I think there's even leadership changes that are coming into the body where we're going to have Joshua's that are going to come and going to place a demand on you. You know, we've been walking long enough to now to know that if you want something from Yahweh, you have to sow it to grow it. We're in that place. So Joshua begins to place a demand upon the people for because for us to get to where we are going, for us to have our Jericho, Jericho moments, we can't have somebody over us that is afraid of us. I want someone that will look me in the eye that can stare me down and say, look, I know your friends love you. I know your wife loves you, but I'm not your friend. I'm your teacher. I'm your rabbi. And I'm not scared for you. And I'm going to fight you until you change. Fight you until you break through. And I'm going to be on your case until you get to your Jericho moment. Those are the kind of leaders that I'm looking for. Because the thing is this, is that we can't go until we all go together. So let's get our stuff right. You know, Ian calls it deal with your junk. Let's deal with our junk. And let's get ready because things are about to shift in our lives. Things are about to change. And... I'm not going to pray for you every Tuesday night. You're going to pray for yourself because we're praying to the same God. And it's not me that can do anything. It's Yahweh that does it all. And so every morning when my foot hits the ground, I thank Yahweh for the people around my life that are not afraid of me. People like Marius Elenas and Ian Clayton and my wife, Samantha. And 
I thank God that they have an eye on the vision that I have enough to challenge my belief system. And it's all because I've changed my diet. Someone's going to get, you know, that's going to get into your face and tell you this is how you have to do it. Someone that speaks into your life and preaches something that's beyond where you've been. Because you have to understand, Joshua had already been to the promised land, but he had to come back now and take them in. And those are the people I'm looking for. So bless you guys. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Have an awesome day.